This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Suzanne Tulin. Suzanne is a brand clarity expert, international speaker, and author that notices the variety of creative ways people are branding themselves both consciously and unconsciously. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Roman. My pleasure. So tell me a little bit about your journey. How did you get to where you are today? Well, if we can go back as far as um, my Catholic schooling, <laughs> I can start there. Um, I think that that's really the, um, the beginning of why I'm in the space that I'm in today. And I think that um, it's from that sort of uh, culture and environment that I was subjected to. Uh, I was totally bullied as a child in, that, in the grade school arena. And I didn't know who I was, you know, I um, really wanted some um, love and appreciation and recognition from so many people in in that space and time. I I was in the Catholic school system from first grade to eighth grade. So, um, you know, the just the kind of very strict environment of um, kind of robotic and following very strict sort of rules in becoming conformed to a certain mindset or a certain way of being, I think, um, was why I eventually felt like I had to break out of the shell and understand who I was as a person at that autonomous level so that I could then step into some of the gifts that I have as a person and realize those and and step into my potential. So I think that was the start of of my journey into um, what I'm doing now as a a brand clarity expert. And how do you kind of work with brands? Uh, What do you offer some brands you work with or some kind of situations where you, you know, either helped or kind of turned brands around or anything like that in terms of kind of stories? Well, I would first want to say that, um, you know, every business and every person the good news and bad news is, is you already have a brand. You already have one. That's the good news. The bad news is you already have a brand. <laughs> right? So um, my, my positioning around that is really to help them explore what that brand is and get super uh, clear on those attributes that make up your authentic self so that you can deliver on that in a super easy flow kind of way where you're not trying to be someone else, that you've got skill sets that are natural to you. And when you identify and define those, then you can step into that in a more powerful way that's authentic, consistent, because consistency builds trust. And then you, you realize a new power that you have in terms of your distinction and then your competitive advantage. So it it makes your world a little easier in how you discern differently to work with certain people or deliver certain products in certain ways. Um, So it's really that clarity piece that I am an expert helping the client 
go inward to bring out so that they can express that. Because we, ha- I think we have this dis-ease happening right now. Um, probably over the last 10 years as social media has been more and more um, prolific in our lives, that we are becoming more and more vulnerable to being impacted by our external environments versus getting in the driver's seat and becoming more internally driven. And so that's the dilemma I'm seeing so much. And my heart breaks over it. And that's why I'm, I'm really diving into this a little bit deeper. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I've been in um, digital marketing and obviously branding is a portion of that for 12 years. And I think the best way to show who you are as a personal brand or as a obviously company is being authentic. Because like you said, even with social media, people are trying to paint pictures of who they want to be or who they want their company to be or where they want it to be in 5, 10, 15 years. And that's not necessarily connecting or resonating well. And if you try to be, you know, everything for everyone, you're not going to, you know, resonate with anyone. So I think it's really understanding who you are, uh, what your core values are, obviously strengths, and showing authenticity. Because with anything, I think even turning it around with social media, social media and the internet is a lot more advanced than it was 10, 15 years ago. So you can really do some research if you're a consumer about a person or a brand and really figure out who they really are versus who they're portraying. Yeah, you bring up a great point with authenticity. I often will um, talk to prospects or my audiences when I'm speaking, you know, um, you've heard every one of us has heard somebody, a mentor say, oh, just be yourself and you'll be fine. Well, the question is, is have you ever done any deep dive work and really understood or defined who you are? Because how can you be authentic to something you have not yet defined, right? So that's the big dilemma is we're not taking the time ourselves to reflect, to uncover, to resonate with, and to show up in that space that we feel is most, most in aligned with who we are. That's the process I offer. So that, that's something that, you know, I don't think enough of us give ourselves the grace and time to do that. We're always in the doing space and not in the being space. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, personally, I mean, I do a lot of interviews and stuff and it's kind of like, what are you willing to share or as a company, how like raw and real you're willing to be or kind of own who you are. Maybe you've had a setback. Maybe you've had something in the public eye that was negative. Are you going to own it? Are you going to deny it? How are you going to come to terms with it and get around it? Because obviously there's companies and individual brands and people that are not necessarily people of good moral compass or however you want to call it, do some unethical things. And some of them, you know, it was a spur of the moment in that situation and they can change. Obviously some people don't, but it's like owning everything good and bad and then showing it, you know, showing authenticity in terms of owning it and what you've done since then. Yeah. I use the term um, ownership and accountability, right? How can you be accountable to something you're not clear on? in really standing in, it's so empowering for my clients to um, do that deep dive work, to uncover those and name those attributes that they resonate with, that they have not yet really been able to leverage in their life, and that freedom they have when, when they name it, 
to then step into the definition of what that means for them um, and then go back and be able to discern differently in everything that they do in their lives so that they can uh, be more conscious, strategic, and deliberate in manifesting those things that are in more in alignment with who they say they are now. Yeah, I agree. So in terms of kind of writing the book, what kind of made you write it? You know, the target audience of the book, uh, things you hope to kind of convey with it? So what made me write it was quarantine. (laughs) But, you know, I had been working in the space of personal brand development for solo professionals and emerging leaders and corporations since 2011. I kind of pivoted to that focus from working with middle market sized companies with employees I really felt that there was a gap in that industry of the solopreneur. They're spending and putting so much money and effort in marketing and not yet having, having yet defined their brand, they're spending all this time and effort out there showcasing something they haven't defined. So I really felt that I needed to um, develop this DNA methodology, which was my first book up here, um, and turn it into speaking to that solo professional market. So I developed a mastermind group program, a private one-on-one consulting program, and then I just released in January of this year a, an online do-it-yourself course for the personal brand solopreneur. And then when COVID hit, I was on stages, you know, delivering that information, COVID hit, and I said, you know what, now's the perfect time for me to get that same information into book form at that price point of 20 bucks or less that I can get out to the, the market and really um, inspire people to do the work that's necessary. So that's why I wrote it. That's what drove me to write it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a good example. I mean, I've had a lot of people on where kind of COVID pushed them to finish something that they may have not had time to do and pivot. Actually, a lot of people that had, you know, jotted down ideas or certain chapters for a book or certain thoughts and never did it and then just sat down because they had the opportunity to do so. And it's kind of using that time. I mean, I'm sure there's still like doubt and fear about the economy and the globe as a whole. But, you know, what are you going to do with that? Besides that, it's an opportunity to further advance yourself in a way you can, like you obviously couldn't be on the stage anymore. I mean, I'm sure there's virtual things that are still going on. Things went virtual, but there's more time to finish something that, you know, you may have had a goal to do and you had the time to do now. Totally. You know, and I just dug in, you know, I have to be, I'm a type A personality. I have to be doing something and having momentum and movement in my life. I get super bored super fast and so I like those um, shiny thing type of things that I can sit down and do. If, if I can find the, the most efficient way to do something, um, which I'm kind of a MacGyver in that space, <laughs> I feel like I can figure that out in the most efficient way. Um, I, I, uh, I, I hunker down and get it done. And that's, that's the result of this, this book. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So what motivates you to succeed? Obviously, those motivations may have changed over time, but what currently motivates you to succeed? To succeed? I think um, when I did my own work with this process, I realized how easy to create, to co-create something that you're wanting in your success. So one of it, you know, I don't know if you got, if your audience does this or not, but 
I try to get a word every year that I'm trying to um, pay attention to and get real conscious of. Um, one word one year was called resonate. And that was, I used it all the time in my, in that, actually it was last year. So that's what helped me produce the course. And so I, I was motivated to gut check all the time. And I kept checking back in and checking back in and checking back in to make sure that I was in alignment with what I know to be true on my DNA, what's in my personal brand DNA. And, and when I, I gut checked and it felt good, because that's my body telling me that that's true, right? Then I move forward with something. And lo and behold, it works out. You know, it's just amazing how when we go with the flow and we're really attentive and conscious about what we're wanting and we reduce resistance, we can really begin to create a momentum and flow that is just like so easy. You almost start questioning it, you know? So I think that that motivates me to be more and more successful because I listen to who I know myself and I'm constantly checking back in with that, um, that blueprint, that brand, personal brand DNA blueprint. So that's how it's helped me. And that's why I get so excited helping others. Yeah. And I think it's important for an individual, obviously, to know their values, kind of like their core value structure and what they really stand for, because then they can apply it, obviously, to their business or what they do. And that can act like a compass and help avoid certain things that their brand or who they are or what they're about doesn't necessarily align with. And when that's hazy and they don't have it set, you know, you can have business pivots or personal pivots that lead you in directions that you could have avoided if you had that kind of defined. Absolutely. You know, one of my goals was to um, get out to more college age students and help them um, get more empowered to go inward and, and understand what they stood for all the time. And I think that that's a great age for them to um, realize that and they're mature enough to realize the tension between being impacted and that vulnerability that they have to have in order to, to be impacted and then turn it around and pivot and say, no, that's not me, you know, and stand their ground. So I really have been wanting to reach more college age students and get on stages to help support them in understanding who they are as a brand. And so I did, I made that statement and I, I really got clear on what I wanted. Not even an hour later, I get an email from a university out of um, Ontario, Canada, asking for my support in helping them do a presentation for some of their STEM students. <laughs> so it just blew me away. I mean, that's how sometimes it works, you know, it, when you get that clarity, um, how the, it just just I don't I don't know what your audience is really if they're accepting of that sort of vibrational shift when when that sort of things happen. But everyone's felt it, whether they've acknowledged it or not, is the question, right? Yeah, I agree. So what's one thing you may have seen as a weakness in yourself in the past that you've turned around and utilized as a strength today? Uh, you know, since you know, the bullying way back when was really um, powerful. It kind of wrote the software in my brain as I was growing up that I didn't trust people and, and especially women, because that was who I was really getting the brunt of 
the bullying and cliques within that um, era of my schooling. So I, for a long time, just wouldn't, wouldn't allow myself to be vulnerable. And I always had this, you know, outer being of having it all together and being super confident and, you know, not allowing that penetration to happen in terms of um, them picking on me or me feeling the, the, the brunt of what they were doing. So it was really about trusting and pivoting around the trust. And as I'm working with more and more clients, especially one-on-one um, people who have to become vulnerable in order for this process to get uh, through, to really get aligned with it, then I just re- am realizing how, how much of the same type of um, attributes we all really have. And we just want to be happy. We want to be in alignment. We want the best for everybody, the best for ourselves. It's just, um, (laughs) it comes kind of full circle. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, being vulnerable and coming to terms with things or accepting things and not like denying or bearing any kind of grief or pain and and dealing with it and overcoming it. You're never going to do that until you kind of let your guard down and really come to terms with it. And although it may make you feel obviously a certain way, you need to feel that way in order to overcome it. Absolutely. And this is, again, a very empowering experience. I mean, we cannot we cannot um, grow outside of ourselves. We have to go inward before we can really break through some of those barriers. And once we realize that, I think that's probably my biggest, most strongest message is that the answers are in within you. It's not about always the doing, the doing, 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 doing. And I'm a big doer because I'm, I'm type A. It's really about the being and who you're being. And, and then things start becoming a lot easier that way. Yeah, I agree. So what's one piece of advice you could leave with the audience, personal or professional? Oh, there's so many. <laughs> there's so many. Um, you know, Buddha, I have a quote from Buddha in my book. It says that, you know, um, your purpose in life is to find and live your purpose fully. That's your job. And if if we're always living on the outside with all this external stuff and we become, you know, just slaves to and reactionary from that environment, we're never going in. We're never going inward and being in the driver's seat. So I would suggest and and invite people to give themselves the grace and the time to live your potential. So giving yourself that grace and time to do some work, whether it's five minutes a day meditating, whether it's listening to more self-development podcasts like what you're offering those types of things to really get centered and find those attributes that you want to step more and more into and become your potential is that's the biggest thing I would tell your audiences. Yeah, I agree. I think it's important to kind of, you know, from time to time, regardless of what that interval of time is for you, take a step back and figure out kind of who you are. If that change, you know, what you're like, what you want your life to look like, where do you want to, get to if who you are aligns where where you want to get to and just kind of taking a step back kind of being thankful for where you are and seeing you know maybe you need to make some changes within yourself to get to where you want to get or you know maybe the pivot in terms of okay I try this let me learn from this in terms of a failure or maybe it's something within me that I have to kind of address I would totally agree with that So I really appreciate you stopping by today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you? 
Absolutely. I'm online, Facebook, Brand Ascension. Um, BrandAscension.com is my website. I'm on LinkedIn. I love connecting with people and coaches and trainers and distributors and real estate agents. Those are usually my best client base to support you in creating your distinction. Um, the book is on Amazon, um, Personal Brand Clarity. Identify, define, and align to what you want to be known for. This is a powerful process. It's a proven process I'm so excited about. Awesome. Thanks again for stopping by. Thanks, Roman. I appreciate your time. Take care. You too. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.